The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I don't feel like that was a very honest answer from you. Oh, what are you talking about? I mean, there is no way. I was, I was very honest. You, we know that you could eat more than me, and it came down to that situation. If there was a contest. I'm way too slow of an eater, number one. Uh, like, no, it's not the slow. Quick. I think it's like who could eat more. I believe that like, you Like is could. there a time limit? Well, see, that would be the thing because I definitely eat faster than you, but I don't think I eat more than you. Okay, then we need to clarify the time limit and then mm, that way we can do make sure. Do we? Because that seems very oddly specific. I can eat those specific tacos, a lot of them, but I still think you could beat me in it. Mm, I've seen you I like, have confidence. like take down a whole bag of Cheetos and like a foot long. That is not true. Like, when you're hungry, you just like get your blind like I've eating, never shoving eaten in an your face. entire bag of Cheetos in one sitting. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Hextillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us, and I want to give a big thank you, as does Sarah, to everybody who joined us for our Reddit AMA today that we had. That was amazing. It went by so fast. Too. So, I was just chatting in our um, in our chat here, and it just—I can't believe we did that for an hour and forty-five minutes. Yeah, hour and forty-five minutes of constantly asking questions, and a. I mean, we want to talk all about this and what our actual fears were before we did it. So many fears. So many fears. Thank you so much to everybody from Reddit who asked us to do that, and it's on the Portland subreddit. It's there forever. It will live there forever. That's what I kept thinking. I kept hearing your voice in my head going, it's there forever. Yeah. It'll live there forever. I'm like, fuck, all right. I've got to like be like zen with anything that I'm writing to right. know that it's going to be there. Be like there. I was really honest when I was talking about like being a traffic reporter and stuff and how like yeah. that was not the pot, the greatest job for me. And plus like I was a 20 something like shithead kid. Like right. it just didn't, it wasn't a good fit. But I'm yeah. Like, well, there was right to write? Oh yeah. No, I mean, there were lots of questions that were on there and we really, really do uh, appreciate everybody who who did join in and and ask the questions and put those on there. And you can go and read it now. So if you missed it, if you missed the live thing, we're still going to go back through and answer some of the questions as they come through. Um, so we'll, we'll go back and visit it and, and answer those. But it was – that was a lot of fun. There's, what, 350 comments on there? And uh, and we were answering those. I was, that was very really nervous cool. that there wouldn't be anybody except for, like – I know. Just you and I. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. And – and where we're going. Oh, before we do that, really quick, one quick show announcement for tomorrow's show, because we've been talking about how we we're going to have the guys from PDX Alerts on. Yes. And that's they're still going to be coming on the show, but not tomorrow, because it sounds like Jeeves is like really sick. Yeah. And like, he's lost his voice, which means yeah. it kind of wouldn't be a good day for him to come on. And plus, let's be honest, if he has the flu, I don't, I don't want him in here. Sick. I don't want I don't him coming through sick. here. No, yeah. I mean, no, but see, you know, Greg, I really is, hope he gets Greg is very social. I just really hope that Jeeves feels better. I hope Jeeves feels better too. But Greg is just more like, I just don't want him to get me sick. No, I mean, I really, I, I, I feel bad for him. I, that sucks. That sucks that he's sick. Um, but you know, yeah, maybe it's better that he doesn't come in. So anyway, P- the PDX alerts guys, seriously, Jeeves, I hope you feel better. And, uh, so we're going to reschedule for when they come in. So next week, probably within the next couple of weeks, we'll have them in. But we'll wait till he's feeling better for that. So they won't be on tomorrow's show. Yeah. Um, that being said, let's talk about today. So, you know, we, we were asked to do this a while ago. And uh, we've been working with them on setting up the date and time for the Reddit AMA. And beforehand, you know, Sarah and I are pretty, uh, we're pretty novice. Well, no, we're not even novice. What does that we're mean? We're very beginner. Yeah, we're super we're noobs. beginner. Yeah. yeah, we're noobs for we're, the... Uh, don't... <laughs> that is the most pathetic thing I think I've heard you say. In We're a noobs, long time. Sarah. Oh, Greg. 
Oh, Greg, drink some more juice. Okay. I'll wow, he got half of that cup down in like one sip. Oh yeah, I got some. If I didn't it was have a any juice, juice contest. You absolutely could. Win. Oh, definitely. That's See, not I even a question. I can't drink very much juice because I get too full, and I'll drink half a cup of it, and then I'll be too full. Like, but regular food is something different. Juice, I cannot. No, I would definitely win a juice off. But nobody asked us that question. Otherwise, I would have been happy to answer it. But we had, so we were worried. You know, just like anything, it's it's when you do this kind of stuff, and you put on like an event, or you. Um, have a big show and you want to see downloads, you know, people downloading. Thank you very much for downloading episodes of Fun Employment Radio. Even if you don't listen to them, just download them. Mm-hmm. Um, we really do appreciate it. Just download the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know, you know, whatever. If you get too busy, that's fine. Just download it. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, with this, since it's so far out of something that we normally do or have any control of, we're like, what if nobody shows up? What oh, if yeah. there's like four questions in there and nobody's really asking anything? And then we'd just be sitting or there. Like they're all, or like the people that are asking things are all like mean. Oh, yeah, that or was mean my... ones, yeah. Yeah, it could have been mean ones, or if everybody, like, asked serious questions about Rick Emerson for the entire time. You know, it was, which Rick is our buddy, we answered we answered that. Um, but it turned out great. Like, we yeah. had so many really good questions that came through. Really Some good serious questions, ones. and also, again, like, big thanks to the Reddit, um, what are they, moderators? Moderators, yeah. Yes, who, like, go in and they, like, make sure that everything's, like, going smoothly and... yeah. And, you know, putting, like, all the good questions through, and it, it was awesome. Yeah. Whatever they do with their magic, they killed it. I mean, it was such a good experience, and it was it was really, really fun. And we'll put the link up so that you can go find that and, and read through it. But talking about some of the questions, you know, like I said, there were some really good serious questions and really good completely off-the-wall ones. One of them was, though, who could eat the most tacos? And that's what we were talking about at the beginning. I said... I think, or maybe it was how many tacos you could eat. I have to look through and see in, in like one sitting. And I said, there's, there's this one place in Mexico that I think of particularly. I was trying to think of which ones I could eat the most of. Mm-hmm. tacos, Hard shell tacos. I'm not going to go that far with those. But the particular pastor soft tacos. Is that the pork? Yeah, it's like the shredded. Like I know exactly. Oh, I God, love pastor tacos. It's so good. There's a place in I'm town here. I'm not even here. a pork person, but I like those. No, me either. There is a place in town here that makes the best. That I'm actually going to go drive there after the show today because we've been talking about tacos so much. Yeah, I'm going to get some tacos. Go get some on tacos. my way home today. Get some tacos. I, I'm, I'm going to treat myself. Treat yourself. I'm going to take my tacos, reward. Sarah, take my reward. Take your reward. And I, and, I want to give a shout. out. So the place that I've gone to, you have to go here. We should. We should get a taco uh, like sponsor or something and do we like a. We do need a taco sponsorship. If you have an establishment that sells tacos uh, here in the Portland area, let us know. We would love to talk sponsorship. But you have a place, a particular place. Yes, there's this one, and it's like. Have a, I been to it? I don't think so. It's a it's a tiny little cart on uh, like 40th and Division. It's in the Village Merchants oh, parking lot. Oh, you've talked about. I've heard multiple people talk about that Holy place. Holy crap! I've never been there. It's so cheap. You can get um. You get like these. They have pastor tacos. They're a dollar fifty. Oh, and they have lots of meat in them, and so I'll end up getting like four of them. So maybe we need our competition today to see who the liar is. Well, I'm getting four, four and one. Okay, I could, I could do four. Yes, I mean, you could easily do four. Well, what we were talking about is like if I were to push myself to the limit, how many I could eat in one sitting. And I said I bet I could make it to twelve, although it would have to be over a long period of time because I eat slow, so I get full faster, and so I would have to stretch it out. But if I had like an hour and a half to sit there, yeah, I could probably do. Yeah, I could do, you know, an average, easily, yeah, a taco in every You could do a taco every, like, five minutes. Mm, yeah, I would slow down. I feel like you're making yourself, like, seem no. like you have more self-control about this than you do. No, it's not, no, it's not about self-control. It's just I get full, and then I can't stuff, stuff any more in there. So, 
I would I would go fast at first, but then I need longer breaks in between the tacos. Sure. Like I'd I'd figure out the science behind it. Now I think you though, if it were a sprint, you would win. You would win in a sprint. Yes. I mean I absolutely would. Yeah. Long distance, yeah, I, I could probably win. Yeah. I'd probably win in a long distance. Oh, so I yeah, guess you would. neither of us are really lying. But we have to, I believe, we have I to think, specify the I think rules. over the course of like a day, you could eat more tacos than me. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. Think, I think that's right. And that's what I think was in my mind, like not just sitting down like some Joey Chestnut like food eating contest. Yeah, but that you would win. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I have to make myself slow down when I'm eating. Because I'm like when I'm right. so You're hungry. Because after this, yeah, because after you know, after we do the show today, and I go and get my tacos, I'm going to be so hungry. Yeah, that you're I'm just gonna, gonna go and just. That's that what it sounds like when you eat. So there's the sound effect if you want to get that into your mind. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. Then, then I guess clarifying it in that aspect. Okay, I'm okay with it. I'd win long distance. You're more of a sprint eater. But some of the other questions that we had in there, there's there's some that we got to answer and some that we didn't, and there's. There's so many that were good ones. A lot of questions about Butterman and about when the video is going to happen. Keelan and I, there's some plans in the works. We need to get on that. Oh, though. your Butterman video? People, there's enough people that really want to see the Butterman video. So we, we, we're going to need to get on, get on that. Uh, I, though, there's some questions, though, that you, you answered. Since Sarah and I were both answering, so we're answering from the same account. Count just it'd be like a dash G if I answered dash S. So I have no idea what Sarah wrote. Yeah, on and anything. I actually don't know what you did because I was just like kind of doing my own thing. Yeah, except for I saw one that you answered talking about me with the thunder down under, <laughs> talking about whether I pass gas in the studio. That is not true. That is simply untrue. I didn't say that. I think you're taking it out of context. All right here, I'm uh, trying to we find We are humans, it. and Greg is required to leave the room when he feels the thunder from down the thunder down under. Like, no, hey, right. gross terminology, <laughs> saying thunder down. That lives there forever, by the way. Yeah, so the question was from uh, Project Rage. That's the person's name on Reddit. It says, with years of working together, do you guys now feel comfortable <laughs> to let one go, like, flagellate in a tight room together, like, pass gas, as the kids say? And I wrote, ew, but sometimes humans smell, and since we do spend a lot of time in a small room together, and during the summer when it's hot and gross, we do some- sometimes smell smells. But, uh, <laughs> oh, but no, not letting one go. We are humans, and Greg is required to leave the room when he feels the thunder down under. <laughs> you make this sound like, like the visual picture is me sitting there like, uh-oh, oh no, thunder from down under is coming, Sarah, I gotta leave. Like, that is not what happens. That is not how that works. You do run out of the room sometimes with your phone. You're like, I've used the bathroom. And then you like take your phone, and then you're in there for quite some time. But if I have to go use the restroom for your thunder down under, thunder down under is <laughs> not anything I have ever described myself <laughs> with. That is so gross. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. It does get hot in here. That's gonna live there. Great. That'll be neat when somebody else reads that one. Um, yeah, and again, a lot of people are asking about our Amazon link, and then Greg is like putting the fear of them into them still, thinking that we can see what you can buy, which we cannot. We, cannot, we can't see what you buy. Yes. Uh, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link. Anytime you're going to be buying from Amazon, we would really appreciate that. Um, yeah, there's just uh, there's just so many different different uh, comments and questions on here, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So t- taking a look through your... Oh, asking about the best dive bars. Best dive bars. Yeah. That one was... Uh, 
I did say, even though it's now defunct, I had to, like, I felt like it was my duty to say I believe that Ash Street Saloon was the best dive bar. Oh, yeah, that, that was a great I one. I mean, that one had I was anything thinking from, more like, of... Portland, like, street performer royalty to, like, amazing bands to, uh, you know, to burlesque performers who were just getting off their shifts and having a drink there. Like, that place was so Portlandy. Yeah. I mean, out of everything, I think, and it's like smack well, down in great, the middle of I'm, downtown. Yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't think about, like, all time. I was thinking about right now. I think I said the Vern. Because we decided that for it to be a to qualify as an actual dive bar, at least in in Portland, it needs to have video lottery, which I know a lot of places don't have that, but here bars can have it, where it's just video blackjack machines and, and slot machines can go into like normal bars. But we uh, we decided that was a requirement of it to be an actual dive dive bar, mm-hmm. which we love dive bars. So I went with. The classic, even though we do, I even been like there. the scarier the better. We like dive bars. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean G and T's OPT. Greg and Tristan's old Portland tour. That's oh. all about going to dive bars. Although I would not classify those all as ones that I would want to go to. There's on one a place basis. that I that I love that is slightly dangerous. Which I don't know. Like but let's just say I don't care. Like I don't want them as a sponsor. But Mount Scott Pub. Oh yeah, yeah. That place is like has a guy who um, has like straight up like defended the bar with him like with one arm and his. Um, yeah, there's some crazy good, yeah. stuff that's happened there. Yeah, uh, I said the Vern, which is uh, it's it's Hannigan's Tavern is actually the real name of it, but it's on Belmont. But the that it just has a tavern sign out front, and the T and the A have been burnt out forever, mm. forever, and so it's just called the Vern. Like that, I would say. And the that sign is all so. smashed in for some reason. I don't know if like a Who truck hit it or something. Yeah. Who knows? And I haven't really been there in, a, in quite a while. But that place, I used to spend a lot of time there because I lived right next to it. So yeah. Anyway, that was it. Was a good question. Like we spent a lot of time actually thinking about that. Like, huh? What would be the dive bar? And then just seeing some of the other ones. Uh, one of the one question that I thought was great was, "Are you surprised at how many words you commonly use on your show and how they become part of regular vocabulary with your listeners?" And he said, "I use words like shit apple, pissed, and tolly a lot, and it's your fault." And born here, born here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome aboard, Jesus Christ. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. We do have a lot of things that we, we say on the show that I, I forget about. Maybe newer listeners might not know. Like, my brother doesn't walk, watch Trailer Park Boys, and he doesn't listen to the show. So I was saying shit apple the other day. He's like, what? what's a shit apple? I'm like, oh, I forgot. I just you feel like it's self-descriptive. Like, a shit apple just seems like a little yeah. shitty. And that all comes from, in case anybody's confused, that comes from Trailer Park Boys. That's that's where that term came from. And, yeah, it's just it's a term for, you know, a bratty little kid. Mm-hmm. Shit apple. Michael Bryan. Up to no good. Yeah, Michael Bryan's of the world. Another term from the show. Yes. <laughs> oh, Michael Bryan. I have actually talked to somebody before, and they're like, and when they are familiar with the show, they'll be like, oh my God, this kid was just such a Michael Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. And then we have, I remember we did uh, Hood to Coast, and uh, one, of, uh, one of my friends from high school, her husband's name is, it incorporates that. And so they're like, why? What's. What's wrong with a Michael Bryan? I'm like, no, 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 no. It was this random little kid that was named Michael Bryan one time who uh, who I saw at the store and he threw a matchbox car at me. He really did. He did oh, yeah. He was a little, little asshole. And then he stole candy. I watched him steal candy. And then the person who, either the mom or the babysitter was just like, oh, Michael Bryan. Oh, Michael Bryan. You sweet little fucker stealing <laughs> candy and <laughs> throwing, throwing, cars, and throwing at cars at random people. So, yes, uh, we also did get a lot of questions about our illicit relationship. Yeah, a lot of those on yes. there. That was like in the first minute. Uh, we knew those were going to be coming. I mean, th- we knew there was, was going to happen. We answered those on there. Oh, yeah. So and you can there's, go and see what that's all about. Yeah. 
Um, also, my favorite question, one of them was, uh, which one of you is likely to be an alert on PDX Alerts the first? Yeah. And it's 100% Greg. You See? Know? And so I totally did like a clue thing where I'm like, where do I think? I'm like, it would definitely be Greg, naked. <laughs> In the middle of I was trying to think of like the, the crazy street that's like kind of close to his house, but not too close. So I picked Hawthorne Boulevard with a bow staff uh, yelling at people to check out his sweet ninja skills. OK, people are saying in our live chat for the supporters club right now, we do have our live chat going and you can check that out. All right. Eddie's saying, Greg, I mean, do you people really think it would be me on PDX alerts first? I think it would be you. What would I be doing? Uh, murdering me. That's what I said. So I replied to a different one. No, See, you're being jokey. But I'm being like serious. Like once you snap, <laughs> I'm being what? That I'm gonna be naked in the I don't street. I You'll probably be staff? wearing boxers, and you'll be like, <laughs> I wouldn't and making be making those noises. I wouldn't be naked. I'd maybe be shirtless. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Well, I said most likely it'll be Sarah. In my opinion, it'll probably be for stabbing me with a plastic knife at the studio. Local podcaster stabbed with plastic knife after singing a new song to co-host. Mm-hmm. Okay, Eddie's saying you're always on edge. Yeah, you seem like you could Greg snap. Greg peering in a building. Me. Greg has said when he comes an old man. He's going to try and get away without wearing pants. That's true, but I'm not an old man yet. I'm not to the limit of my definition of old man that can go pantsless. you got to be real old. I'm just saying, I think that one of us is a little more tightly wound than the other one. Yeah. And it's, it's not like usually the, the lesser wound person that snaps. It's not like you're going to be like, oh, I, I feel like, okay, all right, I think I'm going to be a ninja now. This is what I do now. Shoes, what are those? Yeah, that's la, true. La, 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 and dancing down the street in a diaper. I can totally In a it. diaper? I'm not going to be wearing a diaper. You might for the convenience of it. If you don't care anymore. No, well, then I would just wouldn't care. Why would I bother doing that? No. If oh. I were to snap... So and, you're there right now. Okay, you're I'm just going to say, if I were to do it. If, if I, I did, did it. it. <laughs> no, I would not be wearing a diaper. I'd just be going for it. You know, if I, if I fully snapped... Yeah, I would just... Yeah, Mr. Jenkins says, you already do start peeling off your clothing if your browser crashes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, that is what you do when you start to snap. Like, that is a trigger. You know that, right? Right. When things start to get a little too rough, you start taking off your clothes. It's mainly electronics that would make that happen. I get real frustrated. hmm Yeah, when things don't work how they're supposed to. Supposed to? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I'll give that a solid Maybe. Um, but I can still see you uh, stabbing someone, particularly me. So there, and man, yeah, there's so many questions on here. It was really a lot of fun. Like I, I am genuinely that was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. That no, was, it was that fun. Was I was fun. very nervous, and it just went so fast. Yeah. Oh, somebody asked how many threats has Greg received because of his predictions. I did talk about how there was one time, a, especially it was towards the beginning of the show because I make my sports predictions, and there was a guy that approached me in a bar, and he just started like yelling at me. And I thought he was joking, and I remember this oh, specifically, boy. and I thought he was joking about something I, I swear it was like the Ravens or somebody I predicted a game against or for, or whatever it was he was mad about. And he just kept yelling at me, and I thought he was joking, and then I'm like, oh, no, he's actually heated. Like, he's, like, getting, like, physical, like, like you know, puffing up like he's going to punch me or something. Oh, Because boy. of a prediction I made on our show. And then I was like, oh, well, okay, that's, that's a lot. Vicky's saying that was me, Greg. Yeah, yeah Vicky's yelled at me before about predictions. But I wasn't, I, I wasn't in fear that Vicky was going to punch me, though. Getting back to which one of us is going to snap really quick. Uh, it's being noted in the chat that, well, electronics probably won't play a big role in the future. So you'll probably be just fine, Greg. Sweet. Good. Yeah. Then I'm just They're just going to start phasing out, and then you'll just be oh, yeah. sane as rain. It's all going back to wheels and pulleys. Wheels yeah. and pulleys. That's what we're going to be doing. That's what will happen. 
that you just nailed it. That's exactly what's going to happen. Is you are going to hit your technology like snapping point. But I love technology. And then you're just going to go back to like, um, yeah, to like making your own like uh, meats by like trapping squirrels in the neighborhood <laughs> and like making sandals out of sticks. I can Sam- see you what? like going a hundred percent the opposite direction when like technology fails you and you're like, I'm not going to be part of the machine. <laughs> you mean you're basically implying that I'm like Neo from the Matrix, so I'm super cool. No. No. No, I'm more of like a mountain man living up on like um you know, Get off my property. In the wilds of like Mount Scott or wherever. Just living yeah. off the land. Oh no, I know where I'd go. Mm-hmm. I have it mapped out. Like I have my map out of I've talked about it before. If when I go on the lamb, you know, I'm assuming technology still works, I have my place that I would go. I thought you said that somebody figured out your place that you were gonna go. No, nobody figured out my place where I was gonna go, but it was used in a television show. As somebody else's, it pissed me off so bad. And I'm not going to say where it is. But I have my place mapped out in my mind where I'm going to go when I'm on the lamb. And I got to be undercover. And somebody in a show I was watching was using it for basically the same thing. Talking about how they were going to go there. And no one ever says this place. I'm I'm given too many clues already. But it really, yeah, it annoyed me. I'm like, you're ruining my secret hideout. Well, it's ruined already, especially if, like, that had to be a bunch of television writers who all got together. Like, where do you think would be the last place that someone would go to hide? I mean, specifically where I've had mapped out for years. Why don't you just say what it was? No. Hmm. No. Well, it's very easy to figure out what TV shows you were watching and then if someone's talking about disappearing. Where do you think it is? Probably in Italy somewhere. Maybe it is. Oh, it's definitely in Italy. Maybe it's in Italy. Maybe it's not. Or somewhere in- Maybe it's somewhere you'd never suspect. All I know is it'll oh, be, poof, he's gone. I'm like that, poof, he's gone. So anyway, yeah, that annoyed me. But for as far as running off and living in the woods, yeah, mm-hmm. I know where I'd go for that too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you stay close? I'm not going to answer that question. Okay. But you can't, assuming, you know, everything crashes. Also, we've been reading, or I've been listening to way too much of the Margaret Atwood, the Mad Adam. That we weren't supposed to talk about it anymore. We're, we're not, well, that's because we talked about it like every day for like two weeks. Uh, by the way, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, and get two free audiobooks for signing up for your free trial. There I am awesome. almost done with the final book. I only I'm have an hour left. I've got like an hour left of the second one yeah. before I get to the third one. So I've been thinking, though, about what, you, what, what to do when it all comes crashing down. And yeah, I have it mapped out of where I would go. You're not going to be able to go too far, though. You have to keep that in mind because gas will be in limited supply. So distance is, it's going to sh- shrink down. We okay. won't be able to get that far we away. Just practice bike riding some more. Yeah, no, I'll be fine. Get those little legs a-going, Greg. No, because you've got you to carry your pack, your supplies. Like a bike is good for quick runs when you're going, you know, foraging runs. Mm-hmm. But you need a base. Sure. You need a base camp set up with traps and like sticks and things that, you know, like spikes in the ground. It'll be booby-trapped all the hell. Oh, there'll be a secret map, and then I'll forget where the map is. My favorite question, I think, was somebody asking if uh, Kenny B was actually a real person. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it was a, it was a serious question. Like, yeah. There's like, is that somebody that you made up? Which yeah. I don't know how we, that would have been, like, quite the concoction. Well, unless they're a newer listener and they haven't actually met Kenny B. <gasps> because remember, I blame him for all the technical issues on the show. That is so true. <laughs> yeah, so maybe yeah. they don't, you know, haven't listened back to those episodes. Kenny B is a real person, as far as we know. As far as we know. You know, he could be an android. I, that would make sense. It would I think that's make actually sense. what I wrote. I'm like, but he might be a robot. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's entirely possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, no, he is he is a real real person. And lots of questions about Sharky. 
Yeah, but it's just too bad Sharky died. Mm-hmm. We put that in there. No, it's about 50-50. Well, you can, everybody can go there. But I did allude read. to the fact that Sharky might have been a little uh, promiscuous during his time on this planet, and there might be other little Sharkies running around that are just looking for homes. So gross. Little Sharkies. Mm-hmm. That little, is. Little Sharky Juniors. Ew. Who have the bloodlust of their father. <laughs> for Greg. Oh. No. Goddamn Sharky. God, I hate that. Bloodlust. Bloodlust. He's got the bloodlust. <laughs> I know. I wish I'd have written that. <laughs> but it was awesome. You can read it all there. Um, we'll post the link, but it's all on, on Portland's Reddit. Yeah. Portland's subreddit. Yeah, and thank you again for asking us to do it because it yeah. does feel really cool. I know. It did. We don't really get asked to do things a lot, and so this was pretty No, awesome. we enjoy being asked. Pretty, pretty, so, pretty awesome. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Did we ever finish the new series of that? Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, because I remember I watched it at your house. Did I just stop watching it? I'm sure I finished it. Okay. I need to check to make sure that I watched all of it. Because that's pretty good. I can't remember what happened. (gasps) Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. This is what I was able to put together right after our AMA for the few minutes that I had before the show. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, so you know how last time we went to Seattle, we ended up going to that awesome Jim Henson exhibit? Yes. I have something next time we go to Seattle that would be fun to visit, and it's brand new. It just opened on May 11th, and it is indeed a rubber chicken museum. A rubber chicken museum. A rubber chicken museum. This is a thing that exists. How many different kinds of rubber chickens are there? Uh, I don't, uh, so, museum? so this is Archie McPhee. I, I guess that's some sort of like novelty store. Okay. It has like knickknacks and costumes and stuff. Now they have opened an original rubber chicken museum. So this opened May 11th. It was uh, opened by the museum's curator who calls herself the high priestess of the rubber chicken, Shana Iverson. The High Priestess of the Rubber Chicken. So uh, visitors okay. can see different versions of the rubber chicken as it gr- has, has grown and been part of comedy throughout the years. I thought it was always just the standard, you know, the gold chicken, the big, long one that, you know, it squeaks. Well, the yellow chicken? Yeah, the yellow chicken. Yeah. Isn't that the standard rubber chicken? That is, but I mean, it started somewhere and what now it's kind kinds? of branched off. Well, this uh, museum, if you'd care to go visit it, it is in Seattle again. It includes the world's largest rubber chicken, How along big? with... The world's smallest. I guess you'll have to go. How big is this museum? Um, it. I don't have the floor plans, so I'm not sure. I need more information. Yes. I do want to go there. All right, but you can trace the lineage of um, rubber chickens, it says, inside the museum, because it is also educational. What's the oldest? It says that I uh, see, so rubber chickens can be traced back to medieval court jesters. What? Really? Mm-hmm. All right, maybe there's more that I, than I thought. However, the origins of rubber chickens are obscure according to the internets. Mystical. With, with roots anywhere from Swedish clowns um, to pig bladders. I don't know what that is if they use that as like trying to pretend to be a chicken. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so Archie McPhee, the name of the company that owns the museum, claims the symbol originated during the French Revolution. So you can go there and check it out yourself to see if you believe in this rubber chicken. I'll go. I know, I kind of would too. Yeah. Yeah, so you can check out the rubber chicken museum at Archie McPhee during their business hours. I really want to do more showcases of museums like that. Yeah. Like the Portland Puppet Museum? Yep. That place was awesome. Yep. So maybe we will have to go to the Rubber Chicken Museum and do yeah. a little tour. There's also my buddy Gene, who was the one who told me about the Portland Puppet Museum, was telling me about there's the um, the Devil Museum. 
in what? Vancouver, Washington. A devil museum? It's like, it's like, I can't remember what it's like, the devil or the Satan museum or something, and it's all like nick, like satanic-themed knickknacks Whoa. and weird stuff. I can't remember. Museum, Vancouver. I'm just typing it in real quick just to see what Yeah, it means like Satan Museum or... Devilish Things. Devilish Little Things Museum. Yeah. Weird. Devilish Little Things. A whimsical menage of devils, Krampuses, setters, and satyrs. How do you say that again? I don't know. S-A-T-Y-R. I always forget. That's the reason I never say it out loud. Um, Okay. Yeah. Mostly made up of European novelty objects, statues, jewelry, books, lamps, matchboxes. Matchboxes. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have to do that. And if you know of another um, place, I know there used to be, I don't know if it, there still is the Vacuum Cleaner Museum here in Portland. <laughs> I didn't know about that either. You didn't? No, a Vacuum Cleaner yeah, Museum? Yeah, there's a Vacuum Cleaner, cleaner Museum. Um, yes, yeah, so we'll have to hit up that. We'll have to that. And we'll also have to hit up the rubber chicken one. Okay. So if you know of any other like weird novelty museums around these parts that we could go to, let us know. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. All right. Next up, a man in Florida had to be treated for chlorine poisoning after he found what appeared to be. A detergent pod, one of those Tide detergent pods, at the bottom of his drink that he got at McDonald's. Ew. Just puts into mind, like, how much trust you put into people preparing your food. Wouldn't you be able to taste it? Well, he so he visited a Jacksonville, Florida McDonald's and ordered a large Coke. Um, after being handed the correct, uh, the incorrect size, uh, Lee Graves told the female employee who handed him the drink that it was supposed to be large. That's when Graves suspected the drive through employee decided to put a detergent pod in his drink. Gross. So he spoke in his uh, Facebook post explaining that his drink erupted like a volcano in his truck, so he took several large gulps to stop the Coke from foaming over the sides. He said it tasted like chlorine. I thought my taste buds were off because I had a bunch of dental work done earlier in the week. When I took the lid off, I saw a big clump of blue goo. Ew. Oh, so he shared uh, photos of his drink online uh, with what looks like a possible detergent pot at the bottom of the empty McDonald's cup, and he also had to go to the hospital and have IV tubes in his arms. Following the incident, is it that poisonous? I I don't know. Because what happened to all the kids? You know that were eating them. I was going to ask you if you've ever found anything weird in your drinks, but I don't think that we should do that because it's lunchtime. But I have found something, and I couldn't drink milk for like two years. Was it chocolate milk? No, it was white milk. Okay, yeah, I don't want to know about it. It was awful. I found something weird in Taco Bell once. Okay, but some finding something weird in a beverage is like is not. Let's not. Okay. Let's not go this way. All right. All right. So anyway, that happened. So maybe you should give your drink, drink a little shake or sniff before you drink it. Yeah. All right. This story is everywhere. So this is in South Carolina. Um, and this has to do with a bakery and a kid who's graduating. So you know the phrase uh, summa cum laude. Yeah. Which is you know, with honors. Like it's the it's so basically it's graduating head of the class. right? Yes. Yeah. So a South Carolina family says that the store's uh, bakery uh, – a store's bakery that they bought a cake at refused to print summa cum laude on their son's graduation cake, confusing the cum for profanity. C-U-M? C-U-M. They would not put it on the cake. Oh, wow. So, what did they think it meant? Oh, yeah. So this is, uh, so Kara Kokinski of Charleston, South Carolina, said her son Jacob gra- uh, graduated summa cum laude with the highest honors from a Christian-based homeschooling program, and she wanted to celebrate the occasion with a cake that she was getting at Publix Market, which, you know, is like a, a grocery store there. Publix, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so Kosinski says she ordered the cake online and ran into an obstacle when her order from told her that summa cum laude was not expect, uh, acceptable due to the inclusion of profanity. The mother said she then used the special instructions part of the order form to explain what the term meant 
and included a link to a website that explains what that means in Latin. Yeah. So she and her husband... That's a standard term used... So she said that her husband, she and her husband went to pick up the cake from the store and brought it to his graduation party where they opened up it up in front of his friends and, and his family. And instead of saying summa cum laude, it said summa dash, 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 <laughs> loud, printed in icing. She said, it was unbelievable. I ordered a special oh, wow. graduation cake. I can't believe I'm the first one to ever request summa cum laude on a cake. She said she had to explain it to the party guests, including Jacob's seven-year-old grandmother, why the store would not want to print the word comb on the cake. (laughs) She said it was very embarrassing for everyone involved. I seriously couldn't make this up. Publix apologized and offered a refund for the price of the cake. Wow. Yeah, she said the experience was frustrating and embarrassing, so I had to to explain to my friends and family what it meant, and they were giggling uncontrollably. At least my friends were... It was mortifying. Wait. America. What? I'm just taking a look here because uh, I, I pulled up that story. People are saying, yeah, he was homeschooled. So how could he be? He had an honors program for home. I mean, you had. Oh, so a, there's other people that you compete against? Yeah. I mean, there's a system. I mean, if you're homeschooling, you still I don't have. I really know how it works. You still have an agenda that you follow. You still have a syllabus and you have to like require. You have to do all the work in order to graduate. How do people know you're not just cheating, though? Because if you're homeschooled, at least your parent is going to be doing it? Or What if they're just doing it for you? I don't think anyone's homeschooling their kid because they want them to be stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> fair, but I mean... I'm not taking huh. anything away from his award. His cake was already ruined. I don't, yeah. Like, who are we to judge? Yeah, that's true. That was a big award day for him. Yeah, even Mr. Jakey saying we're just going to gloss over summa cum laude at a homeschool program. All right, if there's other homeschool kids, like a network. Well, it says it was a Christian-based homeschooling program. So maybe it's like online or something now. It might be an internet one. Internet. That's true. Internet graduates are people, too. No, and I I understand that. I was like, if it's just him sitting there with his mom teaching him, like, oh, you're the head of the class. Like, well, there's no other class. No, I think it's on the program entirely. It's not like, you're my special boy. Yeah. Oh, look how good you did. You win all the awards. Yeah. (laughs) You're class president. You're class social chair. You're class treasurer. treasurer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. uh. All right. Uh, Next up, this reminded me of your neighbors, the the now Russians, previously meth heads. I'm wondering if this might be something that might be... uh, might have been happening next door at the oh, at that weird house next door to you. So this what? is out of Hazleton, Pennsylvania. From the outside, this home in Hazleton looked like an ordinary residence, but per- police say, in fact, it was operating... Let me guess. They were filming porn? No, but that's okay. strange. Your mind went right there. No. <laughs> they were operating an illegal after-hours nightclub and hookah lounge. Oh. I would. I had never even thought of that. that I think would, I would have caught on if that was going on. Well, they soundproofed it in this case, too. So officers started getting complaints last summer, and authorities armed with a search warrant were able to uh, get it through the Liquor Control Board, and they raided the house early Sunday morning. Officers and agents removed more than 200 people oh my from gosh. the residence. The Where investigation, was this, this is in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Where when, just, when did their bars close there? Uh, two, so it opened at 2.30 a.m., and it would close several hours later. So it opened wow. after the bars closed. So the investigation found that, yeah, the the illegal nightclub would open after bar hours. The house uh, would hold between 100 to 300 people nightly with armed security guards at the entrances. How big is this house? During the investigation, undercover agents discovered bartenders, waitresses, DJs, and a hookah lounge. Windows were also completely soundproofed with plywood and foam. Investigators removed 100 hookah pipes, a commercial sound system, 90 uh, bottles of alcohol, and $900 in cash. 
Damn. I wonder how soundproof I can make my basement. I don't know. Like our our studio is pretty soundproof. Do we have an illegal club here? Probably like the tiniest nightclub in yeah, the world. Yeah, be pretty tiny. It get really hot too. Um, and I don't really know what nightclub songs are anymore, so it just have to be a lot of like '90s techno. It'd just doosh, be like that. Doosh. I'm blue, da ba di ba da ba. And like Prodigy. Yeah. Come Smack with me, Firestarter. Yeah. Lighten the fire, Starter. But it would get really hot in here. I mean, it's just hot in here with you and I sitting and talking. Mm-hmm. We could have glow sticks for people. Yeah, we could yeah. make a really good club. And then, like, what are they eat? Like gummy bears or something? Or what is it? Like what? lollipops. Candy necklaces, Greg. Candy it's necklaces. It's like you never went to a rave in the 90s. I didn't go to two. No. I did. I, no. was, I was one of those I people. a lot of parties, but I was there telling, wasn't a lot of rave scene that I was aware of in Corvallis. There's a girl that I work with at my cater waiter job, and she's very young. She's 21. And she was talking about how she's, like, fascinated by the 90s. And she was, I don't know, talking about some... She's looking at you like, old lady, tell me about the 90s. She was, but it was oh, kind of God. fun, because I'm like, oh, my God, I can tell you. She's like, she was talking about something about hearing about raves. I'm like, oh, yeah, I used to go to those. She's like... What? You went to real I'm like, oh yeah. Like patchwork pants and platforms and people with giant, you know, fuzzy like jackets on and hair extensions and candy necklaces and pacifiers. And she was just like in awe. She's like, wow. Because <laughs> that's stuff I think for us that existed in real life, because people basically in the rave culture looked like anime. Yeah. But now that's just all online. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, basically people would walk around looking like cartoon characters in life, and now it's less of that in life and more of it, like, on the internet. Yeah, weird big old hats and things. Oh, yeah, big fuzzy hats, some Jamiroquois-style shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. A lot of jester hats. Those were big. I remember were, that. I didn't. I never saw any jester hats at oh, the places man. I went they, to. They would be, well, there was a lot of them on the mountain, I remember, skiing. A lot of people with jester hats. Oh, yeah. I remember the funnest rave I ever went to. We had a koosh ball room. Entire room of kush balls. Yes, just hundreds of kush balls. What was everybody on in that room? <laughs> Let's go to the kush ball room. I believe that particular night it was a lot of people doing Mickey Mouse stamped ecstasy. Because wow. they would always put like the little, I don't know if anyone's ever seen an ecstasy tablet. I, sure, I certainly have not. But the rumor was. The rumor was, well, it depends on like, because you know the good ones are not based on like what's stamped. Because like they even have like Harry, like, like Harry Potter themed. Like like anything. Tell that you me want about the nineties, Sarah. Well, it's, it was a disgusting, magical time before anyone could take pictures of you doing jackass, stupid stuff at a rave. I do. I did like that idea. Yeah. But yeah, there was no pictures back then. Oh my god. Yeah, the only pictures I have are my memories, and I'm okay with not sharing those yeah. with anybody. Yeah. Yes. All right. Oh, do you have one more final story? Oh, yep. speaking of our AMA, because somebody did ask me the question about. Uh, it was one of the most important questions we answered about hot dogs. And if I... What was the question? My question... Oh, that's right. It was, would you give up hot dogs if you would stop profusely sweating for the rest of your life? Yeah, and mine was, would I give up juice? Yeah. And I answered mine. What was your answer? My answer is, yes, I would absolutely do it because I haven't been able to wear a colored shirt since like 1998 because I am just a sweaty monster woman. Yeah. So uh, it's so random. So I was looking at this. Did you know that most Americans actually have a fear of finding out what's inside of... They're hot dogs that they eat. Oh. Four in ten Americans fear for finding out what's inside those delicious little meat tubes. Well, when you phrase it like that, I mean, mm. that is a really gross... You know, 43... Is... I'm, just, I'm just telling you this study just so we're all on the same page. I know summer is a really big hot dog season, so yeah. I just want to let you know you're not alone. Okay. If you're afraid of thinking about the insides of hot dogs. Well... 
Plus now, now I don't. I am. The AMA thing too like bums me out because like I really wish that I like I hate giving myself like the thought that maybe I could not be sweaty because I'm like right, I totally so that's would give upset up. You? Yeah, because I'm like I totally would give up hot dogs, you know, to not sweat. But then I know that that's not real, and it makes me sad. I don't think you would do it. I don't think you would give up hot dogs to not sweat. I absolutely would. I don't think you understand how miserable my sweaty. No, life it sucks. Like right be. now, I mean, I'm very sweaty. I'm yeah. a very sweaty person. And I, mean, I always, when I work, I gross people out because I'm like running around and profusely sweating. Like trends with benefits every week, like because we're packed into a room with no air conditioning or no airflow, really. And uh, I sweat every week. Whenever the camera goes off of me for that show, if you watch the live version, know that I am wiping off my forehead to try to get away, get the shininess off of me because I'm sweating so bad. So I understand, but whether or not I could give up juice, my, my whole idea was if I gave up juice, it's not like you're not going to be hot, so I'm just going to overheat. No, I mean, there are lots of people who get hot who don't, like, pour water out of their but bodies. those people? That's who we are. That's fine, That's but I would just life. like to be the one of those people that doesn't do that. Hmm. Like, It'd be I a tough like, choice. Yeah, I, I, it's not a tough choice for me. I would absolutely yeah. give up hot dogs. Okay. I would absolutely give up hot dogs. All right, All right anyway, so Fair four enough. in ten people are afraid of the ingredients in uh, hot dogs. Um, let's see. Millennials don't like hot dogs. It's saying like overall Americans aged <sighs> 18 to 34 avoid hot dogs more than any other age group. 24% say they never buy hot dogs. Your life is missing something. Tell uh, me about the 90s. Females are more scared. Of... It was a simpler Sarah. time. I remember when what I is had a hot dog, Sarah. I had my beeper instead of my beeper. I had a beeper at my first real job. Oh, no, I had a beeper in life, my senior year of high school. Oh. I was killed. Who was beeping you? Well, to be fair, was my high school, my high school boyfriend you? got me my beeper for, for my birthday. Oh, man. It was a classy love we had. That's pretty classy. Uh-huh. All right, so uh, women are more choosy than men. About hot dogs, nearly 50% of females don't want to know what's inside of them compared to just 37% of males. And also... A uh, random fact, uh, 61% of Americans list mustard as their favorite hot dog topping. You'd even eat mustard on a hot dog. Oh, eat a little, a little okay. dash of mustard. Never ketchup, never relish. All right. no and this onions. study was uh, clearly funded by a particular product that keeps um, listing itself as the best hot dog in the world, which I'm not going to name because Hebrew nationals are the best hot dog in Nathan's? the world. In your face. Nope. Oh, there you are, my friends. Nathan's? Have you ever had a Nathan's hot dog like at, yeah. like on Coney Island? Yeah. It was not that amazing. I mean, no, it's hot dogs. A hot dog. Hot dogs are, are delicious. Yeah. Let's stop talking about food. My stomach is growling. I don't know if you can hear it. I can hear it rumbling. It keeps going like. Too really crazy. Sarah. Stop doing the snowman voice. Tell me about the '90s, Sarah. What's a hot dog? Tell me, oh Sarah, what me, is oh, Sarah, a hot dog? What is a rave? What is know. ecstasy? All right. I think, that's good for today. I think that's good for today. I think that's about enough. it for today. I think that's enough. Uh, I want to say thank you, though, to everybody tuning in and who listens to our show yeah, and, and who just downloads our show regardless of however you get it. We just appreciate it so much. And thank you again to everyone who shut up on the Reddit thing. We know the number yeah. of people that were in there because we heard from the moderators. That's, that was astounding yeah. how many people were in there. Like, I'm just very, very grateful. Yeah. It was pretty cool. 
So thank you very much. We, we really do appreciate that. And uh, again, yeah, we appreciate everybody who tunes into our show um, uh, every day and downloads those episodes. You help us keep this thing going and you, kept, you know, keep us getting better and better as we go. You can vote for us for best local podcast here in Portland. It helps us out a lot. You can go to funemploymentradio.com. Sarah's got a big old yellow button on there. Big old yellow button. Big old yellow button. So go there on your mobile devices or your computers. You probably can't do it with a pager, but you could... I don't know what you could do with the pager. I mean, I don't know what you could do anymore, but text somebody to ask them to go there to vote for you. Sure. So, or can, no, you can't send a text with a pager, can you? Um, you can send a reply like yes or no. I think you can't. God, I don't even remember anymore. I had one for my job, and I just know I would like always ignore it. You're like, oh, didn't get it. Oop, didn't get it. I don't think that you could respond because there weren't numbers on it. There was just like the big button and the little button, and one of them I like made it vibrate a... and beep, and the other one was like clearing messages. I don't remember. Let's talk about things that we both of us don't we'll remember and try to educate people. All right. Anyway. Oh, that song probably makes no sense to somebody. What? Because my beeper kept beeping. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Um, no, download the show. Thank you very much. Tomorrow, like I said, PDX Alerts was scheduled. We're, they're uh, moving back because of Jeeves' sickness. Jeeves, get better. And Get better will, soon, Jeeves. We'll have them scheduled uh, here at some point to come back on the show. And thank you again to everyone. You're all wonderful people. We this really, has been really a fun-filled, like, jam-packed day. It really has been. It's been going, going, and I wouldn't want it any other way. No, no. And we'll no. post a link to the Reddit AMA. You can go to reddit.com slash r slash Portland, and it's right in there. Just type in Fun Employment Radio. It'll it'll pop right up, and you can read through. And we'll go back through and answer some of those questions still, too, if there's any in there that we missed. We'll check those Maybe out. Let's do that this afternoon. Yeah, sounds good. With a beer. That might be a good idea. <laughs> Although, I don't know. Drinking and redditing sounds oh, dangerous. That, that, no, sounds that a might little, not be a good might idea. Might not be a good idea. Yeah. All right. Send us an email at <laughs> funemploymentradio.gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye.